So we're starting a new series called actually, oh, supposed to be aligned, <laughs> but realigned is, yes, we want to realign ourselves both, aligned. So what is being aligned with something or someone or, you know, being aligned is bringing something into line with something else. And we all align in our world with something, don't we? Beliefs or people, I align with that football team or that belief. So we all make a choice in line, in life, to align with something. So when our car is aligned, I don't know about you, probably at some stage you've all had your car realigned because it's gone out of alignment. And you know when your car goes out of alignment because it starts veering off one way or the other and you've got to overcompensate because it veers off the wrong way. So our life can be the same if we don't realign it every so often, our life can go off in the wrong direction, can't it? So we need to realign our lives, bring it back into adjustment with the Word of God. The Word of God is our line. It is our line by which we have to realign our lives too because otherwise we can move in all sorts of different directions and be aligned to all the wrong things. So we need to be prepared to be realigned in our hearts and to open our hearts for God to do that. Our alignment tool is the Word of God because the Word of God never changes the Word of God doesn't change its mind. Even though man has tried to change the Word of God, it's not the truth. So we need to always be careful that we align back to the Word of God because the Word of God never changes and the Word of God is all truth. So it's our alignment tool, bringing us back to the straight path. So our main scripture this morning is Psalm 119105. Psalm 119105. So it says here, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. So the Word of God tells us where we are on the path. The Word of God shows us where our feet are on the path. Because the only way we can know is if we align ourselves to truth. God's Word is all truth. So we need the Word of God to know exactly where we are standing on that path. Are we actually on the path or have we veered off? 
Are we half on? Are we half off? Or are we actually on the path? We need his word to tell us where we're standing. His word tells us where we're at. It corrects our heart and adjusts our attitudes. So in Proverbs 6.23, it says, For the commandment is a lamp, and the law is light, and and reproofs of instruction are the way of life. So God's word is a law that lights up our path. It shows us which way to go. It corrects us. It adjusts us back onto the right way so that if we have wandered off, we can find our way back by the word of God. The word tells us if our heart is aligned, it tells us, If our priorities are aligned, it tells us if our finances are aligned. It tells us if every part of our life is aligned, our relationships, the way we live our life. It tells us all these things. The truth does not care about our feelings. Do you know that? The truth does not care about our feelings. I love this. One of Ben Shapiro's biggest quotes is, facts don't care about our feelings. The truth doesn't change. Even though this world right now has no absolute truth, it's what you feel, what you believe, that's just a lie. The truth is the truth. (laughs) You can't change it. And it doesn't care what we think or what we believe. The truth does not change. Hebrews 4.12 says, For the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing, piercing even to the dividing apart of soul and spirit, and of the joints and marrow, and it is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. No one else or nothing else can discern your heart and your thoughts and your attitudes like the Word of God. If you truly apply the Word of God to your life, it will begin to change your life. It will begin to restore your life. Because it will realign your life back with the way that God intended your life to be. Blessed, fruitful, and alive in him. The word of God is living, so it's able to change things. To align us back with the way that God has created us to be. You see, the enemy would just want to rob us of everything that God wanted for our lives. The enemy tells us lies so that we cannot have 
well, everything that God has for us. You think about the lies that he tells people now. Lies about their gender. Lies about marriage. Lies about all sorts of things. Because he wants to rob us of the very best that God has for us. So he lies and he brings confusion. And the only way that we can truly know if we are aligned and we're living our best life in God is by the word of God. Because the word of God never changes. The word will tell us if our thoughts and intentions are right. Do we have unforgiveness in our heart? The word of God can reveal that to us. Do we have a pure heart? Are we right with God? Do we put him first in everything? The word of God can reveal that to us as well. The living word is the absolute truth by which we can correctly align our life because it is an absolute truth. There is an absolute truth in this world and that is the word of God. So therefore we can build on a solid foundation. We don't have to worry. We don't have to um, feel like our world is being, yes, this world is being shaken, but our, our world does not need to be shaken because if we build on the word of God, we can be secure in the knowledge that we are building our lives on truth, truth that never changes. What things are permissible to God? Everything that is permissible to God is in his word. It's spelled out in his word. We can align ourselves to that knowing that when we do, blessing comes. Our own opinion or interpretation, if it differs from the word of God, it does not count and it does not matter. It doesn't matter what any other church might say or leader might say about the word of God and what God really means, if the word of God does not say that, then it's not true. So we must always be prepared to stand on that truth in the knowledge that man's opinion does not matter. Only God's word matters. You know, we align ourselves to God's word. We choose to do that every day, don't we? Every day we choose to make decisions. We choose to either align to God's way of doing things or not align to God's way of doing things. So we choose every day. Are we going to align to God's word or not? So his word becomes truth to our path so that we can know where we are on the path of life. Decision by decision, day by day. You know, I think half the problem when people get themselves into big messes, it's because they haven't actually included God in the process in the first place. 
They've gone round and they've asked opinions of many different people, but they never asked God. Or they jumped into a situation that looked good, but they still didn't ask God about it. So we need to make decisions, daily decisions, to submit to God's word and allow the Holy Spirit to speak through his word to us. And it's even more important now to know the word and the truth, isn't it? Even more important to know his word. How can we align to a feeling? How can we align our lives to a feeling? Feelings change. The truth is absolute. The truth is absolute. And that's why we can rely on it and trust in it. It's either truth or it's not. There's no in-between. It's either truth or it's not. Sometimes we can choose in our lives to wander off the path as we start to align ourselves to different voices. We can get, let other voices get in our head and we can let them confuse us, can't we? It's like everyone's thinking this way, everyone's doing this. It must be right. So sometimes we can choose to wander off we find ourselves completely off course and we think, how do we get to this place? Because it's a daily choice and a daily decision. What happens if a pilot followed his feelings? What would happen if he chose to ignore his instruments. I think, yeah, it would be a bit scary, I think. I wouldn't want to be on that plane. The instruments are there to show the pilot at what level he's flying, at where he's going and how far he is from that destination. If we went by his feelings, I'm sure we'd end up in a completely different place. And so sometimes in life, we can't trust our feelings because we will find ourselves in a very different place from where God intended us to be. And that's why he gave us the word of God as our instrument to show us where we are and where we're going. So important. I don't know about you, but I even get lost with maps. I can't even read a map. <laughs> so it's no good asking me for directions because I get, I get lost quite a lot. So I need a guide, a personal guide, to show me where I'm going. So we cannot trust our feelings to show us the way. What things in life can take us off course? Perhaps it is the wrong relationship that we really wanted, but we didn't really ask God about it. 
and we knew it deep down it really wasn't right and that took us off course from where God intended us to be. All these sorts of things. Perhaps it was rebellion or disagreement with somebody that you were so angry with. Perhaps it was just the lust for the things of this world, the things that you thought that you really wanted. But when, once you got it, it wasn't what you thought it would be. We can all make those choices at times. But when we align to those things, where do we end up? Where do we end up? Way off that path that God intended for us. So we need to realign ourselves back to his word, back to that path that he has for us. So when we align to those other things, we find ourselves walking away from God, further and further away from God. In Psalm 119, 118, it says, You have trampled all those who go astray from your precepts, for their deceit is falsehood. You see, we can be deceived, can't we? We can be so deceived, and the enemy is such a good deceiver. He's been practicing for a very, very long time. So we need to be aware, and so that's why we need to read God's word so his truth is in us. So we know when the enemy comes that it is deceit. God says those who stray from his word are deceived. The world is full of deception and lies. Everything is debated now, isn't it? Everything is debated from the truth of who we are, what our gender is, to the sanctity of life. To answer all of these questions, all we need to do is look in our Bible and it's pretty clear what the answers are. God values life. He values life. He hates those who take innocent blood, who shed innocent blood. So the answers are in our word. They're in our Bible. They're clear for us so there can be no doubt. So we need to align ourselves back so we're clear what the truth is so we know when a lie comes if we know what the truth is, right? How do we know if it's a lie if we don't know our truth, God's truth? John Bunyan wrote Pilgrim's Progress, one of the most famous books of all time. And one of the quotes out of that book says, what God says is best, is best, though all the men in the world are against it. Isn't that awesome? What God says is best 
is best though all the men in the world are against it. Christianity is becoming a bit like that right now. Right now in this world is becoming one of the most persecuted, well, is the most persecuted faiths in the world right now. So we need to prepare ourselves that we are living in a day and a time when it doesn't matter what other men think of us. It doesn't matter what other people believe. It does not change God's truth. It does not change who God is. What God says is best, is best for us. There are only two sides to choose. There are only two sides, good or evil, right or wrong, God's way or Satan's way. There's actually no middle ground. There's nowhere in the middle to sit, I'm afraid. There's only two sides. There's only one on each side that you can choose. There is no Switzerland. There is no neutral ground. So we need to make a choice. We find ourselves exactly in this place. God's word is best for our life, even though everyone outside of that in this world is against it. It is the best for us. I remember a situation when I was growing up. Uh, a really close friend of mine, her mum and dad had been married for about 25 years or so, and her mum became a Christian, but her dad wasn't. And she'd been a Christian probably a couple of years, maybe three or four years, and she started to whinge about her husband. And unfortunately, she whinged the wrong people. And these people that were in the church with her encouraged her to leave her husband. Now, there was no abuse or anything like that in the relationship, so there was, there was no reason for her to leave, but only for the fact that she wasn't happy anymore and these other women in her life encouraged her to leave the marriage. She went off and she met a so-called Christian man in a pub and um, thought he was wonderful and lovely and these, these same women encouraged her to marry this man. And this marriage lasted probably two years before it fell apart. Now, if she had read her word and these other women around her life had actually read their Bible then they would have actually advised her not to leave her husband because that's not what the word of God says. But they went by their feelings and they encouraged her to leave because she wasn't happy. And that was such a devastating outcome for that family because not only did we have two or three broken marriages, we also had a broken family. My friend's family was also affected. So be very careful when you give advice. Make sure that it's God's word that you're giving advice from. Because there's, there, there is forgiveness, but there's always consequences. 
And God writes things in his word for a reason because he knows that we need guidance. So he gives us a light to our path. He directs us. He illuminates the way forward. He illuminates the way. It is a light to our path. So he shows us the way forward. His voice guides us as we follow him. Jesus said, follow me. In John 10, 27, he says, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. Isn't that awesome? If you know Jesus, you can hear his voice because you know him and he knows us and it says we follow him. You know there is a choice to follow There is a choice to follow. And that's why being a disciple means following. Being a disciple doesn't mean turning up in church every week. It means following Jesus. It means living a life that is following after Jesus. We must trust God and listen to his voice so that he can keep guiding us on that path so that we can be sensitive to his call. Do you know the more that we listen, the more we will hear? The more we will recognise his voice. You know how a a little child will recognise their mum's voice and they'll be in the midst of a crowd and you'll yell out for them and they will hear your voice. And it's the same same with the shepherd's voice, with Jesus' voice in our life. The more that we know him, the more that we know his voice and we hear his voice and we follow. And we need to be careful that we don't listen to the other voices that are trying to crowd out his voice because there are many other voices vying for our attention. Listen when he tells you to stop. Listen when he tells you to turn around. Listen when he tells you to keep moving. Listen when he tells you to run from a situation. Sometimes he warns us. We need to be ready to move. When I am aligned, I will keep moving straight and we'll make it to our final destination. If I trust my feelings, I'll probably end up in a completely different place, in a completely lost place, in a compromise, and then my ultimate destination will be compromised. I want to end up, I don't know about you, but I want to end up where God wants me to be. I don't want to be somewhere that I shouldn't be because I didn't listen We must recheck and recalibrate our soul every day. Every day. Where am I? Ask yourself the question. Get into the habit of your prayer time. Where am I now, God, with you? What do I need to change? Am I walking straight? What do I need to realign in my heart? Am I trusting in your word? Is there something in my life that I need to 
bring to the cross? Am I where I should be? Do I know where I'm going or am I a bit lost right now? Can I still hear the voice of the shepherd or am I really listening? Am I really listening to him? Am I following? You know, the light of the word of God that lights up that path for us is so that we don't trip over. It's so that we don't find ourselves in a hole. It lights our path so that we can be safe. It gives us protection. The word of God is to protect our lives. And that's what I love about it. It's not a book of do's and don'ts. It's a book of freedom and life for those that find it. Psalm 118, 114 says, You are my hiding place and my shield. I hope in your word. I hope this morning that you can hope in God's word because God's word will give you life. It'll give you life. It'll give you hope. It'll give you freedom from the things that bind you up. We need to realign this year. Make a decision to realign your life, to reprioritize your life with the Word of God. Am I walking in God's truth? Am I listening to His voice? Where am I on that path? Am I on the path, God? Am I on the path that you want me to be on? Psalm 119, 33. 33. And um, this is my prayer for each of us this morning. It says, O Jehovah, teach me the way of your statutes, and I will keep it to the end. Give me understanding, and I will keep your law. And observe it with the whole heart. Make me walk in the way of your commands, for in it I delight. For in it I delight. We need to delight in walking in the way of God's commands. Because that is true life, true life and freedom when we walk in the truth of God's Word. We don't need to worry about what's happening out in the world and what people's opinions are because God's Word keeps our life on the straight path. And we will arrive where we are supposed to end up when we follow that path. Let's just pray this morning. Mighty God. God, I pray that as we begin this new year, God, I pray in this atmosphere, God, let us align our hearts this morning 
back to your word. God, I pray that you'll convict us, Lord. Show us where we are on that path. Show us, God, where we are going. God, let us hear your voice deep into our soul this morning. God, if we have a strayed off, God, I pray that you'll bring us back. Lord, let us follow you. Let us hear your voice. God, let us feel secure in your word this morning that it is a lamp unto our feet and a light to our path so we don't need to be afraid. In this atmosphere this morning, if there's anyone here that feels like a little bit lost this morning, and you want to ask Jesus back into your heart. Maybe you'd once made a decision to follow him. Maybe you just want to realign your life back this morning. Or maybe you haven't ever asked him into your heart. If that's you this morning, just lift up your hand. I'm going to pray for you this morning. Don't let this opportunity go by. Thank you. Thank you, God. Anyone else needs to realign their lives this morning? I think there's probably a lot of us that need to do that. In Jesus' name. Let's just lift our hand before God and say, yep, I want to realign it my life this morning. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for what you're doing. Lord, we pray. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God, that you bring us back because of your great love. Holy Spirit, God, we pray right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Let's just stand to our feet this morning. we're just going to pray a prayer. So if you could just pray the prayer after me. We're just going to give people an opportunity, maybe online even, to ask Jesus into their heart. This is the most important thing that they could ever do. So let's just pray this morning. Dear Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross for me. Forgive me from my sin. Set me free. Make me your child. Help me to live for you. Amen. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I just pray for each person here, mighty God, that they will know your love, that they will know your peace. God, that they will be aligned to your word with all of their heart. God, we pray this morning. Have your way in us. Have your way 